Hey, Chismosas. I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And we are back from the dead. Cheese McQueens. <laughs> Did you miss us? We missed Surprise. you. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the Cheese McQueens. And if you don't know what Cheesma is, Cheesma means gossip. And we have all the gossip. We have all the tea about Married at First Sight and Surprise. We are breaking our winter break with some throwback vowel renewal. That's right. We're getting married again, y'all. Yeah. We're going to watch season one. I've never seen it. Igby has seen it before. Ten years ago. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to cover season one, episode one, and episode two. Yes. So if you want to follow along, you can rewatch and uh, enjoy with us. Or not enjoy, because I thought it was kind of boring. They were still trying it out at this point. Yes, this is true. Uh, Interesting. Interesting. Um, it's just so so different from what I've been exposed because I only been watching the trash kind, and this is like they're really trying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, they're really trying to make matches. <laughs> what a difference money makes. But um, yeah, but first, as always, um, Igby, you got any cheesemen? You know I do. Hit me. Well, before we go back in time, let's talk about the future a little bit. So our new season, season 16, is going to be premiering on Wednesday, January 4th. So starting the new year off with a bang. But if you want to get a little more context, uh, there's going to be all the pre-season stuff happening. Uh, So if your family is getting on your nerves between Christmas and New Year's, you can escape (laughs) and... um, Watch the matchmaking special, which is going to premiere on December 28th. Uh, That's basically the show. It's still going to be Kevin Frazier. He's going to show them going through the whole matchmaking process and blah, blah, blah. Bunch of filler. Nonsense. Nobody cares. Because they don't really do any of that stuff anyway. And they show it all again in shorter form on the first episode. So Exactly. Uh, Then the next night, which would be December 29th, they are going to be airing the Married at First Sight kickoff special. And it's again going to be Kevin and a group of super fans. Hmm. They're going to be discussing and debating the new couples for the Nashville season. And then they'll show, you know, of course, their exclusive sneak peeks and previews (laughs) and blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's also going to be some updates on former Married at First Sight favorites. So that one might sound a little bit more promising. I'll take the clips when somebody puts them out after the fact. I don't <laughs> want to spend the whole night watching that. I'm sure it's going to be like two and a half hours of just nonsense from people. I don't know who they are. <laughs> that and I think all the highlights will, somebody will take one for the team and, and put it on Reddit for us. So I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere if uh, Lifetime doesn't do it themselves. <laughs> Forest Cheese Man, we saw Vincent and Brianna on their honeymoon. They're from our Atlanta season. Not honeymoon, on baby moon. They already did the honeymoon. We saw that. Um, So it looks like, you know, we're getting to the end there. Uh, They had their baby shower a few weeks ago. I didn't know. I think the baby's name is Bella. Oh, that's cute. Because that's uh, on the post. It said baby Bella's swan soiree. That was the theme for the baby shower. Cute. Cute. Um, So they recently went on their baby moon. You know, that's your last opportunity to spend some time alone and bond, I guess, before you have your life rocked to the core by a baby, (laughs) especially for the first time. (laughs) 
But it was sad to see that she's been getting some comments that I'm sure every woman that's been pregnant has had a less than, um, you know, complimentary compliment or comment Mm -hmm. come their way. And she just kind of did a fun post about about it, like, you know, poking fun at it, showing it didn't really bother her too much. But like she says, she's been getting comments like, man, you've been pregnant forever. You haven't had that baby already. You're so big. You must be having twins. Mm -hmm. When's your baby due? (laughs) And it's just like, she's said from the beginning, the whole reason she didn't even want to go down that road at all is because she knew this kind of stuff was happening. And then because of her medical history and things like that, that has affected her pregnancy. And it's just like, she's not trying to open Pandora's closet on that. So just shut up. Don't worry about it. Yep. All those things were said to me. It's awful. Awful, awful. I'm sorry that people are nasty. (laughs) The worst was I was at the lake. It was COVID times. So I was not riding with anybody and the lakes all dried up. So I had to walk all the way to the water. So I walked all the way to the water. And, you know, I'm the only one not drinking because it's lake time, right? So just a bunch of drunk bitches going, oh my God, are you going to have the baby today? What if you have the baby today? You're so huge. And I was just like, I still have like two months. Stop talking to me, please. <laughs> it was all. And you know, my most vulnerable state in a ba- in a freaking bathing suit, gigantic, because yeah. my baby was like 10 pounds. So, so I feel her pain. It's the worst. People are so insensitive, especially when they're drunk. I get it. Uh, <laughs> but it looks like they're in the the last few months stretch i think they announced their pregnancy in like in the summer so we should be getting there towards Mm -hmm. the end where did they go on their baby moon i don't know oh okay they only showed them in like a hotel like eating Mm. charcuterie Mm. in the bed and with like robes on (laughs) they're just chilling it could have been a staycation (laughs) yeah yeah i mean if she's at the end she probably can't fly so Mm -hmm. plus her blood pressure i think that's what it was blood Mm -hmm. pressure all that stuff yeah so maybe it's a staycation cute i mean that sounds like a dream even if i'm not pregnant just staying in a hotel room eating cheese and meat (laughs) right Uh, i don't know the last time i stayed in a hotel it's been a long time yeah (laughs) i would love to go to one We got your girl, Virginia. Ugh, not my girl. You know that's your girl. (laughs) She's been doing some promo for the Blonde Injector at the Lemon Avenue, I guess, spa uh, in Atlanta. So she's still touching her face. We'll see how jacked up it gets, especially Mm -hmm. now since it's free. (laughs) She doesn't look any younger. Hate to tell you. (laughs) But yeah. They've got winter specials through January, so hit up Virginia's page if you're interested in looking like her. (laughs) Hard pass. Hard pass. Our girl Rachel is getting back into the streets. She's out trying to, you know, get back into dating. She's on the good bumble, like a lot of the girls. She's a premium member. Okay, she's not using the free version, honey. She's paying. (laughs) What does that mean? Like, what other things do you get by paying uh actually seeing who matches you (laughs) oh okay like on the free version you can only see if you match each other but if you're on the paid version you can see who likes you before you match them and um also she her reason for having it is because you can um set it to international mode or set a different location than where you actually are And so Miss Rachel has been in Europe recently and she, because of that feature, was able to link up with a 
gentleman caller in London. Okay. Uh, she did a whole IG story about how she, you know, met this guy on the Bumble. They went out on a little date. She had her like emergency text to her friend to make sure she doesn't get like abducted and taken. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Um, but she said the guy was cool. They're still in contact. You know, it was just, a, I guess, a fly by night kind of thing. When in London. Or maybe she's trying to get on 90 Day Fiance and we're going to have to cover that. <laughs> or maybe she's trying to get Bumble for free for life. Hey, she's trying to be a partner. There you go. Actually, she did say, uh, she talked about that show, Love Without Borders. And she's like, that should have been the show I went on. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically the mix of 90 Day Fiance and Married at First Sight. Because they're matching Americans on dates with people overseas. Hmm. Lindy and Miguel, we haven't really heard a lot from them since the end of the season. We know that Lindy has been kicking it in... Asia in Vietnam, I believe. Mm -hmm. And Miguel has been radio silent. Like he hasn't opened up his social medias. He hasn't been saying anything. He's laying the lowest of all that I maybe have ever seen. Um, Which is strange because (laughs) they haven't liked each other's pictures. They haven't followed each other, like nothing. So it's people are speculating whether or not they're together. And Lindy recently put up a post saying that, you know, she wants us to respect their privacy as they continue to navigate their marriage. They've already shared so much of their relationship on TV that they're trying to just have a quiet life and enjoy their peace now that they're not a public spectacle. You know, thank you for understanding. We love you. Sounds suspicious to me. Doesn't sound good. Nope. (laughs) Does not. What makes it sound even worse, I guess, or what doesn't bode well, all the ladies, well, minus Morgan, Uh, recently went on a Vegas girls trip. Now, at first, I didn't think Lindy was there, but she popped up later. Initially, I thought it was just Alexis, Stasha, and Kristen, but uh, Lindy did eventually show up. There's a lot of opinions about (laughs) the ladies and their looks and what was the point of this and what is happening. (laughs) Because at first, I thought it was weird because Stasha's first post she tagged hair and makeup. And I'm like, why do you have glam on like just a random girl's trip? Mm-hmm. And then more photos started to come out. And I'm like, okay, was this like a shoot? But they didn't really put the pictures out like that, like that. And they all had crazy outfits. Like Stasha's damn near naked. Alexis has on like a ball gown as usual. <laughs> uh, it was just strange. <laughs> And I know they put out the last post I saw with the picture. They were tagging the photographer and stuff. And I'm like, so what was this for? Yeah. Fun? I don't know. Did they film like a divorce party party? Does that mean Stasha's divorced? I would Is think Lindsay so. divorced? Maybe. It ain't looking good. I'm just saying. It's not I, for either of those two couples, yeah. But I guess, do your dirt. I wish I was having a girls trip in Vegas. Yeah. I'd love some glam. That would be great. That would be great. So what else do we have here? Well, speaking of Stasha, she was recently on a podcast and confirmed at that time that she was still married, uh, that basically her and Nate were trying to do counseling and some other things to like work on their marriage and stay together. But we don't know when that podcast was recorded. So like I was telling Stephanie earlier, unless she said, I, Stasha, as of December 1st, I'm confirming that me and Nathan are still together. I'm still up in the air about whether or not (laughs) 
they're still together because we've seen it before. You know, we had Clara and Ryan in New Orleans where they were on a podcast in the morning saying they were together. And then by the end of the day, they had put out an announcement about their divorce. So it's just timing, logistics. But from what I see on Instagram Live, Nathan's still up in his apartment by himself and Stasha's still in her house with the ugly Christmas tree by herself. Her black and white Christmas tree. Oh. Yeah. How festive and sterile. It's Stasha. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Maybe one day we'll see. I watched a couple of Nate's YouTube videos. He's one of those YouTube guys that you see the commercials for when you're watching. Hey, do you want to make money on such and such and such and such? And I was like, you mean oh a scammer? God. Of course he is this guy. I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> of course. I mean, I'm sure that's a good source of income for him. So whatever. Mm, not as good as you think. I mean, extra is always good. So you know what I mean? For minimal, I'm sure he doesn't too much effort into it. Mm. Just, I just, I just thought it was funny and interesting. What else you got? As far as last season, Justin may have a new lady in his life. He posted on Instagram about taking a trip with his new lady and the animals out to Joshua Tree for a little getaway. So it's like, okay, that was quick, quicker than I thought. Well, I wonder if this lady watched this show because <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably not. I don't know. I hope they enjoyed Joshua Tree. It's a beautiful place. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And it also seems though, on the other hand, he's struggling a little bit. He posted on LinkedIn, red flag number one, that it's been an unfortunate few months and he's unemployed. You know, he says that it's really disheartening and not being able to make ends meet has taken a toll on his mental health. He asked that people, you know, don't just pass up the post if they have anything or any resources, any opportunities to reach out and refer. It's not looking too good potentially for him. And then he said, don't share this post. A lot of people do that though. I mean, especially there was a bu you know, bunch of layoffs in the tech industry and whatnot. Um, a lot of people post that they need work and looking for work and open to work and such and such. So it's not abnormal. It just sucks because he's in the public eye and people are going to share his business. So interesting. Interesting. A lot of good tidbits here. And last but not least, it happened, y'all. Katina and Elijah are back together. They were spotted. Well, they weren't spotted. They let us know that they're together on vacation in Tulum, having the time of their lives. Tulum's supposed to be beautiful. It's where all the thoughts go these days. Oh, I see. That's where all the thoughts get flewed out. <laughs> but yeah, they are just as good as gold, just cheesing all hard, all hugged up, booed up. They are back and stronger than ever, apparently. <laughs> I wonder how long their break was. Because, like, they moved out into their separate dwellings. I got, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They posted their thing that they were not together. Respect our privacy. Blah, blah, blah. Took it down. And then went to Mexico. This was all in the last month. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. Absence, the heart grow fonder. Blah, blah, blah. When he had to go back to cooking his own meals, he was like, damn, I need to straighten up. <laughs> I miss that Prego and pasta barilla. I miss them burnt eggs. Can't nobody burn no eggs like my baby Katina. <laughs> Isaac, you just gonna have to stay down, man. <laughs> have to stay down because I need that old thing back. 
I mean, if they're happy, I'm happy. Whatever. That's I mean, not hurting me. If you want to mm-hmm. do what you want to do. Yep. But yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Well, I took one for the team. I uh, listened to Justin's first podcast. First of all, it was very, very hard to find. I searched Justin, whatever his last name is, didn't pop up. I searched men and emotions, that didn't pop up. I searched let's talk men and emotions, and that didn't pop up. So I just had to use his link tree to get to the actual podcast show page. So what you're trying to say is that him and Rachel have the same marketing strategy as far as promoting their <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. Absolutely. Jeez. And you're in tech. What the hell? <laughs> right? In marketing. In marketing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, not impressed. It was about 30 minutes long. His first guest was a guy named Paul Sines. Um, didn't really give a lot of background on him or who he was. They met on a movie set. Apparently, Justin is putting himself out there doing photo shoots and movie parts and, and whatnot. So they met there. Justin has a, a movie part in a basketball movie, Super Tall. I'm Shocker. not sure. If he... <laughs> I was like, we've seen him play basketball. It's not that great. Airbud 4. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I, I kid you not, the first like five to seven minutes are just them gassing each other up. Like, oh man, you're so good. I was so impressed with you. And I just wanted to get to know you better. And you're awesome. I know you're going to get every part you need. And da, da, da. it was just like a romance. Riveting. Yeah. The entire podcast, the mic is breaking up in and out. Um, he clears his throat the entire length of, like we do that. We do that on the podcast because, you know, we're human. We get sick. But guess what? We edit it out because we know that sounds disgusting in other people's ears. And yeah, Justin does not know that. So that happened. I'm sorry you wasted 30 minutes of your life on this. <laughs> I did not ask you to do this. No, I w- it was pure curiosity. Well, it killed the cat, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it sure did. That cat is dead nine times over. They supposedly talked about their emotion, but neither of them are experts on the matter. And I just thought it was weird, them going back and forth, just telling each other it's okay to cry. They grew up saying, you know, with a lot of, a lot of men have grown up like that. Don't cry, don't show emotion, da 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 da. So they're just kind of reiterating that, but everybody knows that. So there really wasn't anything new or enlightening about the conversation. And then um, the last five minutes, they talk about thrifting and how, how fun it is to go thrifting and find new outfits. And that was it. That was what? (laughs) (laughs) Thrift? And especially if you're, a person of like not average, I doubt you're finding anything. Well, no, he said he found a full on suit. He was so excited about it. Whatever. I was like, okay. And so I was like, okay, maybe he will listen to some feedback. I'm sure if he, if anybody's listening to this, maybe people have told him that he needs some experts on. But no, it looks like the second guest he has on is Gil Cuero from the Texas season, the Houston season of Married at First Sight. So I didn't listen to that one because I really don't want to waste more of my time on it. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like someone should should be on there who actually has experience in treating men. And their emotions. Yeah, this sounds like a flop. How long do you think he's going to try to keep it up? Um, As long as he's out of a job. That's true. He does not have <laughs> anything else to do. Yes. <laughs> okay, that makes a difference. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, wow. This sounds terrible. It was. It really, really was. 
but yeah so guild on the next episode it's a hard pass for me and, and it's only 30 minutes like you couldn't edit 30 minutes <laughs> he didn't want it to go below 30 minutes probably oh shit that's true <laughs> <laughs> you take out the coughing it's probably 25 minutes. i don't know that is true because every week I am amazed at how much space is just gone from just yeah. silences. It's like, how are we not talking for like 30 minutes out of two hours? They add up, I guess. I guess. That's funny. So then I guess Justin has time, right? So he's doing some YouTube interviews. Um, he does mention the girlfriend, like you had mentioned. He also mentions the upcoming movie. It's called 202, and that's wrapping up soon, I suppose. Um, some takeaways that someone listed on Reddit was that he didn't apply to the show. He was recruited, and it sounds like he moved to San Diego from Denver just to be on the show. He says he moves states every four to five years just because. That's not weird. Not at all. He purposely misled his brother into thinking he was going to be on a docuseries. And that's partially why the brother was so pissed. See. <laughs> See. Man. Man. If you can't be straight with your brother, who raised you, by the way? No wonder he was so pissed. He claims that Alexis wanted to be a bottle girl. And that was one of the things they argued about. And that and that she actually did become one. And the person who wrote this sounds like says that sounds like BS. Because she's a systems logistician. I can't say that word. And um, why would she need to be a bottle girl? Because uh, bottle girls make a bunch of fucking money. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. I'm not shaming it, but yeah. Yeah, like if you're getting table service... Um, I don't even know in San Diego, that's going to at least be a G. Yeah, maybe so. And if somebody's breaking you off a good tip, you can make good money on, even if you just work the weekends. This is true. This is true. Ciao. And she loves skimpy outfits and attention. It sounds like the perfect career. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope she did it then. Um, and fourth, he says that Alexis came on the show for clout. Duh. Yeah, we all know that. But uh, yeah, that's all I have on just. I'm sure he's got time, so he'll be putting his business out there for weeks to come. Stop talking to us. We don't care. <laughs> Last, kind of sad, Mirla's new boo is no more. Supposedly. She hasn't posted about him. The weird inspirational quote got deleted. Like, the, you know, when you know, you know. I guess they didn't. She ain't know. She didn't know. She don't okay. have to buy him a Christmas gift. Sorry. No, no more posts about the two little puppies playing together. Everything's deleted. No more video game and football posts. Sorry to end it on a bummer. <laughs> I mean, is it? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just <laughs> If you do have any cheese, man, go ahead and DM us. Also, we would love a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That helps other chismosos find us. So go ahead and give us a go there. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, don't have us out here like Justin. <laughs> if you if you search chisme, we wanna we wanna pop up. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes. Because we check stuff like that. <laughs> I know for a fact it pops up. All right. Well, let's get into this. Married at First Sight, Season 1, Episode 1. There are no fancy titles here. Did you get the title? Matchmaking. It's just called Matchmaking. So simple. Because that's what it is. That's all it was. <laughs> that's all it was. First, let's go through the experts. I had no idea that Dr. Pepper was an OG on Season 1. Which So she's been on every season? Mm-hmm. Wow. She looks so young. 
young. And then also, I did not know she's a sociologist. I thought she was a therapist or psychiatrist or something like that. That's how they get you. Yeah, yeah. All this time, I'm like, well, she knows. You know, she knows she's she's treating people and nope, nope. She's just like the equivalent of Pastor Cow, who also doesn't have any kind of credentials. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Wow. That blew my mind. <laughs> they gotcha. They did. They did. Then we got Joseph Salona. I think I'm, I'm pronouncing that right. Clinical psychologist, Dr. Logan Levkoff a sexologist, and Greg mm -hmm. Epstein, spiritual advisor. That's yeah. it. That's them. It truly sounded like this was a group project, and they were really trying. It gave me, like, Captain Planet vibes, like, with our four powers together, <laughs> we can, like, form the ultimate marriage. <laughs> okay, and as for the cast, and no one spoil me. I don't want to know any. We got Monet. She's 33 a fashion product developer. We have Doug, who's 31, a software salesman, salesman, weird, salesman. Uh, we have Courtney, 26, she's a makeup artist. Vaughn, 30, industrial technician. Jamie, 27, registered no nurse. And Jason, 27, EMT. Now, the only person I know of is Jamie Otis and her husband. I, you know, and honestly, I never knew him until now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're so young. They are. She looks great. <laughs> I've only known, you know. Weathered. Weathered. <laughs> mo weathered mother and wife, Jamie Otis. 40-year-old Jamie. Yeah. Almost. Almost. So they break down the episode in a few different categories. The first one is field visits where they go, and it looks like it's just Dr. Pepper going in mm -hmm. through people's um, fridge and trash and looking at their closet and stuff. Like she still does today. <laughs> Snoopy, Snoopy McSnoop, basically. So this trope has stuck around. Yes, yes, it has. And now it makes more sense why to send her because she's a sociologist. I never connected the dots ever, ever. Any quick hits for you? Anything that stands out? They explain this away by saying that you can tell a lot about a person from how they live. Uh, what kind of foods they eat, how organized they are, you know, their decor, if they have pictures up or not, all kinds of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So that's why they feel necessary for her to go um, be all up in their business. <laughs> well, we also find out a few things about our cast. One that sticks out is that Jason lives with his mom. She um, has stage four cancer, so he stays there. He's an EMT, so he helps her with her medication and just generally looks after her. He's also a professional wrestler. Red flag. <laughs> at first, him living flag? at home was a red flag because they didn't say why at first. Oh, okay. They were like, this is just my room at my mom's house. And it's like, oh, you're yeah. almost 30. Why are you living at home? And then yes. I thought, okay, well, if he's an EMT, maybe there's like a station or something where he lives part-time. And then once they did more tour of the house and Dr. Pepper's like, what is this medicine on your table? Who says that? <laughs> Then he goes into... He snatched it away from her. <laughs> well, shouldn't have been touching it in the first place. Uh, but then once that happened and he explained that his mom is ill and he's at home to help take care of her, then, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, but at first, yeah, I was like, you live at home and you play wrestle on the weekends. Mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> 
Uh, we also find out that Courtney works at a tech startup. So I guess just makeup is her passion. Um, mm-hmm. She also lives with the roommate and they share a room and they just have a curtain no matter what. <laughs> yeah, basically they live in, because this season is set in New York City. Um, mm. So we should say that. So cost of living is a little above average. Yes. So her and this roommate are splitting a one bedroom apartment and she basically lives in the living room. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, like they, there's, a sheet divider and you know if you know you got some action happening it is what it is that's the yeah. perk of sharing a small space with somebody else yeah um they didn't really talk to monet too much just said her fridge is a, me- a mess and she can't cook back to courtney uh-huh she looks so 2014 <laughs> like her hair her yes. makeup her clothes i'm like oh my gosh time <laughs> machine oh, why no. did we dress like that <laughs> Her wedding dress. We'll get to it. Her wedding dress I had like remember. pleats in it. It was like weird. Was she the one that had the bridesmaids dresses with like cutouts? Like the back was out and the know. sides was out? I'm I like, y'all are going to a wedding, not the club. Like, what is this? <laughs> but we'll get to it. Um, Doug. Doug lives with his parents. He got laid off. Um, having a little run of bad luck. And dad just wants him out of his house as soon as possible. Understandable. Yep. Uh, no shoes in Vaughn's house. He's one of those guys. Red flag. <laughs> he was in the Air Force for 11 years and in the Thunderbirds. Super impressive. Yeah, he's gonna be—he's gonna be one of those guys. Like the shoes at the red at the front door were already a flag, but then it's like, oh, you've been in the military how long and you've gotten how far? Oh yeah, you're gonna be regimented, and that's yeah. gonna get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I did appreciate his comment when he said um, that he's looking for someone who likes Wu-Tang, but also watches Seinfeld. I was like, yeah, that sounds perfect. (laughs) I mean, I get it. (laughs) We also find out here that his dad has also passed away. Um, They didn't mention it in this segment, but in the next segment, Monet's dad has passed away as well. So Mm -hmm. here's that trope of matching people due to trauma. Mm, isn't that where love begins? Trauma bonding. <laughs> so let's go to the next section. Psychological assessment. This was weird. Monet's weird. <laughs> I didn't get weird vibes from her this this um, episode, but I don't know her. So What is her obsession with this panty story? <laughs> like, that's a weird. And if I was your cousin or aunt or whoever, I'd be pissed off you telling my it business on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I get it. She likes that form of intimacy and like instinct to help, I guess, in a man. I get it. I'm sure my husband does weird things to me and for me, but I'm not about to tell everybody in the world. That I fantasize about someone picking my wedgies for me. (laughs) He does not pick my wedgie. (laughs) Well, then he's a bad husband. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'll let him know. I'll let him know. (laughs) We hear that Monet Wants a strong man to take the lead, wants a, but also wants a partnership. And um, surprise, surprise, Vaughn is a big believer in gender roles. Shocking. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Not at all. Not at all. Um, then they next talk about Jason. He is almost a firefighter. He's been an EMT for a bit, and he will be a firefighter in a couple months or so. Um, his dad is out of the picture. He didn't have one growing up. Uh, we didn't get anything about Courtney in this one thing. The only other thing that really stood out to me in this segment was Jamie's whole situation. I didn't remember yeah. that. She had to uh, basically um, adopt her younger siblings because her or become a legal guardian for them because her mom 
um, you know, wasn't really able to keep it together and her dad wasn't in the, or their dad wasn't in the picture. Yeah. Uh, so she had to take that on. I think she was 20, 21, something yeah. like that. Um, she lived in a trailer park. She was really embarrassed about that growing up. And um, I, have, I, you know, after learning this, I have a little more appreciation because all I know is clout chasing Jamie. That's all I know. So mm -hmm. knowing this little backstory makes a little bit more sense. And mm -hmm. I have a, a little bit more appreciation for her. I mean, she sounds like a pretty strong and driven person. And she's a registered nurse. Exactly. That's awesome. I didn't know that yeah. either. I had no idea she was. I didn't remember that either because she's too busy chasing clout now. But <laughs> again, knowing that she's coming from humble beginnings, I'm sure mm -hmm. like you want to get every coin yeah. you can get no matter what. So... This is interesting. I'm, even though I've seen it, it's been a long time. <laughs> and then we have the sexology session. Um, just a lot of awkwardness. Which is yeah, hilarious. Dr. Logan is coming in hot. She's asking these very frank, candid questions <laughs> specifically to make them feel embarrassed. Yes, yes. Uh, I think Jason's was like the best reaction because he's just like completely turning red. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> I thought it was very pointed that they, at this point, asked Doug about um, sex and his partner and whatever. He says he cares about his sex appeal and wants his partner to mm -hmm. take care of themselves. And then we see at the end, you know, it's just not received. Yeah, I mean, um, and he also talks about his like ideal version or model of marriage. And he talks about how his parents are like an anomaly, basically. They got married after or got engaged after six weeks and have been mm -hmm. married for 30 plus years. So if it could happen for them, why couldn't it happen for him? Yeah, those are his role models. Also, we learned that Courtney is a burlesque dancer. So I guess that's why they're going to hook her up with a wrestler. <laughs> they both wear costumes. Monet will not subscribe to a life of bad sex. Which she shouldn't. I, she shouldn't. I don't blame her. I like that she says that aloud. Vaughn says, no ass, no pass. He's looking for a stallion. <laughs> And Jamie is a late bloomer. Well, I'm sure he, he had more important things to think about. Uh, for real. Uh, next, we have an even shorter segment called Spiritual Counseling. We should tell you how important it is and how much of a factor it played. <laughs> uh, not at all, Mr. Epstein. Um, all I have here is Monet is a conflicted Christian. Doug is Presbyterian, but open-minded. Um, Jamie wants a family. And Jason goes to church on the regular. I have. Greg looks like the dude from the Great British Baking Show. Matt? <laughs> Question that mark? was my big takeaway. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? I did write down this stat. It says interfaith couples are 45% of American marriages, but twice as likely to get divorced. I wrote that down too. That was my other yeah. takeaway. Oh, my bad. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> if two people write it down, that means it's truly interesting <laughs> indeed and next section was decisions now here's where i have a little bit of production meh you know this is supposedly where they tell them the decisions but it's also their field visit because mm -hmm. it's it's dr pepper and and whoever else telling them all their count like the counseling session and whatever so the decision's already been made there this is all just filming yeah but you never seen this show before, and this is the first episode ever, so you don't know about all of it. Whatever. This is just the format they're telling you it is. <laughs> so the decisions are Jamie and Doug, of course, Monet and Vaughn, Courtney and Jake. That's it. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is nicer just to have the three couples. Right? 
it's not all ridiculous. Yes, it's not so all over the place. So next they tell their friends and family. They're doing some wedding dress shopping and tux shopping. Yeah, the first note I have is Doug's friend is like so skeptical about this whole thing and like truly cannot believe (laughs) that this is happening (laughs) and that Doug is doing this. He's just like, his mind is blown. (laughs) He's like, bruh, are you sure? (laughs) For real? Really? Was he? I know somebody at the wedding was like, you could still turn around. (laughs) But I can't remember if it was him or if it was one of, or it might have been Jason. Jason. I think it was at Jason's wedding. I think. I can't remember now. I was like, that's rude. Yeah. Don't don't do that. (laughs) You can run right now. (laughs) Um, Jamie wrote her first dance song with her two friends wild yeah that was that was really interesting and her friends bring up you might not like him mm-hmm. there's that part See, but at least she I, wrote a song about it yeah she did hey and it worked out in the long run keywords monet. <laughs> <laughs> monet gets blue nails and we hear about the wedgie story again and have the cousin to match the story. So there's that. Uh, Vaughn has some beers with his buddies. And his friend thinks he's straight up crazy for doing it's Like, it's insane. Yeah. Um, I think somewhere in here, they say that uh, Monet and Vaughn are the most compatible yes. out of all of these couples, which is yeah. interesting. Based on the previews we see for the season. Yeah, they don't seem like uh, compatible or combative, more like it. Um, her friend said she shouldn't wear white. Shady boots. <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you was out there being a hoe white with me, so don't yeah. do that. <laughs> Let's see. In this segment, we also learn that Courtney, her parents are not supportive of this. They're at, Well, she doesn't say they're not supportive, but she's saying that they're not supportive. Yeah. You know, she just says they're not happy and they are conf- and they're not showing up. So there's that. And then Jason and his wrestling partner, again, uh, another friend who was like, he was not with this shit at not, all. Not at all. But also to a point where it was like weird, you know, <laughs> like they he wanted to be more than wrestling partners. <laughs> yeah. Like this is going <laughs> to affect me. What about our stuff that's going on? And da, 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 da. It's like, um, y'all have a you know, a professional relationship, but... And isn't he married? I don't know. It was just weird. It was really strange for him yeah, to, he to got go so that upset. far. He was so upset. <laughs> but apparently, so, they train five times a night. Uh, yeah, five times a week. And he's like, oh, I hope she's cool with that. Plus, he's an EMT, has that EMT schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to get kind of messy there. And her schedule, too, is... Pr- well, if she truly is working as a makeup artist, that scheduling can be funky too. Yeah. So yeah, they could be ships in the night Yeah. a lot of the times. The only other note I have on this section is that Courtney's dress. My other one is the first dress Monet tries on looked amazing. <laughs> maybe I was too distracted by Monet's dress to look at Courtney's. I truly don't remember. I'll have to, oh, maybe I have pictures. So you know like Belle from Disney, Beauty and the Beast? Mm-hmm. And she has the yellow dress and it has those weird like curvy pleat things in it that's what was in Mm. courtney's dress Mm. gross yeah (laughs) (laughs) so then we get the wedding day and guess what the fake wake up is still alive in season one Uh, it's my wedding day oh my (laughs) god my bridesmaids are surprisingly here (laughs) let's have some champagne okay Oh, man. I did like uh, Doug's uh, Doug for Dummies 
scrapbook thing he put together. I thought that yes. was cute. I thought that was really cute. And I think that will help win Jamie over in the future because she wants a family like that so bad. Um, I think that was a great idea. And it really shows like his character and how tight his family is and stuff like that. So cute. Super cute. Monet is freaking the fuck out. She knew. (laughs) (laughs) Her instincts were trying to tell her she did it anyway. So not only is Courtney's family not coming, but Jason's mom can't come because she had chemo. And um, two days after chemo, she's just, you know, exhausted and does not feel good. So um, she's staying at home, won't be there for the service. Um, Everyone at the end of this episode is just so scared and nervous and rightly so sweating profusely. Um, I do not like the way that Doug wipes his sweat. It is disgusting. (laughs) Um, I know that i felt sad i guess jamie felt like she wasn't pretty enough she is gorgeous that's i I know like if there was a day that you should feel more beautiful than any i would imagine it's your wedding day but she i don't know she wasn't feeling it i guess i missed that part i saw her crying in the mirror i just thought because she was nervous no she just i don't don't know she just wasn't feeling at her best i guess oh um i did like that when they did get to the ceremony doug um did greet her family. I think that always says a lot about a person's character. If they speak yes. or not. Yes. So that was good. Thumbs down for the white shoes. Thumbs up for <laughs> speaking. I want to say he was the only one who went and introduced so. himself. Because I was quite shocked. Um, if you're getting there a little early, might as well cross the aisle and say, hey. Um, especially if it's a freaking stranger. Um, Courtney's walking herself down the aisle. Yeah, I Monet's- felt bad for her. Because she really did want her family to be there. And yeah wasn't gonna happen maybe after they i mean after they yeah well after she meets her husband and it seems legit maybe the parents will come around during the season um monet's godfather walks her down the aisle and jamie's brother walks her down the aisle Mm -hmm. it was courtney that had the black club uh bridesmaids (laughs) dresses (laughs) that's all i have for episode one Only other thing I had about the ceremonies were uh, that when Jamie was coming down the aisle, it was obvious that she was unimpressed and Doug definitely picked up on it. Like homeboy was looking in the camera like, oh, no, (laughs) she's not into it. Well, what are we going to do now? Um, But yeah, they kind of left us at a cliffhanger there. Yeah. Mm -mm. And yeah, I mean, this is one of the big differences between old school versus new school this would have been like four episodes nowadays this is what it needs to be one episode yes let's let's get into it let's let's discuss the big differences between episode one and what we get in our current seasons past so yeah that's the main thing for me pacing like even if this would have been one episode and it was two hours fine Mm -hmm. but they got this shit done (laughs) one at 45 minutes in there out there and we saw everything we needed to see yep I absolutely agree. Um, They didn't spend time really getting to know anybody, really. Um, Usually they spend almost the first episode with an in-depth, you know, personal uh, interview with each cast member. And then we talk to their friends because they have to meet their friends and have like a meetup. And then they do, you know, they have to have the group meetup. There's no group meetups in this one where all the girls meet up and all the guys meet up. The bachelor party, the bachelorette party, all that's gone. All of it. Yeah. Like even the point like now that matchmaking is its own separate special. Mm -hmm. Here was five minutes and that's all you needed. 
I don't need to see all the people that aren't going to be on this show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's about a valid. Yeah. The other thing too, is we talked about it a little bit before is that um, the network before when this show started, it wasn't on Lifetime. It was on a channel called the FYI channel. And that's a sister channel to Lifetime. Mm, is it still around the FYI? I think it is. I, it might have changed to something else because they're all under like A&E. Mm-hmm. And then it used to be the biography channel. And then it changed to FYI. I think it might still be around. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Huh. Um, so it was a different type of show. Like back then it was more... Um, like docu-series. Like a science experiment. Right. Now it's straight up reality TV. Yes. It's like the thing with, with the Kardashians. I have started watching it on Hulu and I like it better now than it was before because it's the same thing. Before it was a reality series where they had these like hard storylines that they were trying to like make happen. But now that it's on Hulu, it's docu-series. They can talk to the camera. They're talking about actual situations that are happening that we see in the news and like in their lives. So it's not so much story driven like that. Mm, And it's more interesting because it's real. Yeah. Um, But so, yeah, that's the dynamic shift here as well, I think. Uh, We talked about there being fewer couples. So much easier to digest. Yes. And and like we said, too, before, there's not all that. There's no interaction. They don't know each other. They don't meet each other. They don't have group outings they don't live in the same building none of that stuff so i know you don't like that but i enjoy it i enjoy the drama that it brings (laughs) and that's all it does because ever since they started doing it that's all it's been again interesting fewer couples more experts yes as opposed to now where they barely even talk to the experts and there's ten thousand contestants (laughs) (laughs) and like legit legit experts and it sounded like the questionnaire was more heavy duty. Uh, I think at the beginning they said like some of the survey questions or whatever were you from like the FBI and the CSI and all that stuff or CIA. The CSI. CSI. <laughs> CIA. But never used like this before. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Courtney said it took her six hours to do it. I was like, damn. So it's very more sciencey than whatever it is now. <laughs> producers going mm, yeah hey guys. do you want to be on tv <laughs> yeah i saw you on linkedin you interested are you single <laughs> even if you're not probably you got eight <laughs> weeks <laughs> right that that'll be a a production move right oh mm. i'm still man <laughs> perfect you're in that's another difference this is shorter this experiment it's not eight weeks i think it's only four weeks oh Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's always been interesting to see how that affects the couples, because I know we've seen the opposite in the more recent seasons when they had the COVID season in New Orleans and it was twice as long. And that had more successful marriages than we've seen recently because they were forced to stay together uh, past the eight weeks to 16 weeks. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how it affects them being together only four weeks four weeks yeah I mean you you barely know the person after four weeks and then of course then you don't get the one month anniversaries and all that jazz too mm-hmm cut it all out yep um what did you think about the weddings I know we talked about how money makes a difference like it's definitely toned down compared to what we see now um this is giving me well it is in a hotel but it's like conference room hotel vibes and a lot, yeah we're not in the grand ballroom 
No, 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 no. Very minimal decorations. Um, smaller um, guest list, it looks like. Um, just, yeah, very, very limited. Yeah. Uh, it's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. You couldn't get I wouldn't too. a little flower or something. <laughs> no a grand song? entrance. It's just like, let me Mm-mm. open this gigantic wooden door and you can mm-hmm. walk through. <laughs> yeah. So they got to the... I, this is why we have to watch uh, a whole hour's worth of commercials so they can afford to have nice weddings yeah. with like real decor and like flowers and a DJ. JamesAllen.com uh, spotlights in every every engagement episode or whatever. <laughs> exactly. The only other thing I noticed too was the ITM look is very different than it is today. It's oh, I guess I never looking. really, I didn't notice too much. In this season they have their like clothes in the background they're in a dark room and their like tux or dress is under a spotlight in the background yeah okay and it looks weird yeah Yeah. (laughs) i was like they couldn't have just done a green screen something (laughs) they do now (laughs) this doesn't look cute but yeah Mm -mm. that was the only other thing that stood out to me as odd of course i would notice that (laughs) all right let's jump into episode two rightly called the wedding easy not a lot happening no. And again, this is all we need. One episode. That's it. Yeah. I mean, nothing really jumped out. Yeah. Show them getting married. Walk down the aisle. Kiss, not kiss. Eat some cake. That's it. I don't care about nothing else. <laughs> I don't need to be talking to people. I don't want to be having the awkward first dance. I don't need to see all that. Unless it's <laughs> something serious happening. I don't care. Yes. Get to the honeymoon already. <laughs> all right. So let's start with Jamie and Doug's wedding. That's my first note. She's not attracted to him. And they both mm-hmm. know it. <laughs> Yep. Um, and she says she's just going to go through the motions. Like, she's just going to get through and say no at the end. <laughs> Pretty much is what she's insinuating. No written vows. Mm-mm. Just the, whatever the lady says to say back. Mm-hmm. No friend and was... family wants you to know. Well, you know, I thought I heard it on a couple of ones, but not on, nothing sticks out with Jamie and Doug. She, she says the kiss on the cheek. She does not want this man to kiss her lips. A Euro kiss. Yes. <laughs> They're super duper awkward. It's like the tension is palpable. Yeah, it's not great. It's not good. Um, And even in the photo session, it's just her smile is so cringe. She is not liking it at all. And he's too touchy. Well, she lets him know. uh, Because, yeah, yeah, I said the the tension got even worse during the photo session because (laughs) she's just so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And is really, really trying to fake it to make it. But it's, it's not working. Yeah, she says he's nice, but she made the worst decision of her life. <laughs> I know they, uh, Dr. Pepper, they have like a voiceover of her like trying to explain how attraction can grow and it's not all about looks and da 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 da. It should be about your personality and blah blah blah. Yeah. I said about their photo. How come they didn't take photos outside like everybody else? They had all their photos like inside the hotel and everybody else had like cool New York street background oh. for their pictures. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to be seen in public. Probably. <laughs> she's Because she definitely over- went to go cry in the corner. She sure did. She's so <laughs> overwhelmed, so confused. She says the experts failed her. I was like, oh my God. And her, her crew was trying to like bring her up. They're like, uh, even in a traditional wedding, you'd be freaking out. And then one of the per- one of the people there, she's like, I left my wedding. Don't you remember? <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yep. Her friend, yeah, one of the bridesmaids. <laughs> and I knew him. I was like, damn. 
maybe you shouldn't have been getting married. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't sound great. Then we do the husband and wife announcements. They come through the door. She's not holding his hand. She's clinging to the bouquet for dear life. Bad. (laughs) Then they have their first dance, which is also super uncomfortable. And this fool is like, this is my favorite song. (laughs) How'd you know? Because I wrote it. Here's where she kinds of soften a little bit during his groom's speech. Um, Doug is a kind of a goofball guy. And um, he tells her that he can't wait to start life with her. He values family above all else. His family will open their arms to her. He's both feet. He's both feet in and he's excited to get to know her. And I think that's where she's kind of like, okay, I love all that stuff. So I'm in. Yeah. Um, she says that. Uh, she she did like the speech, and it's um this has been an emotional roller coaster. Could you imagine? No, absolutely not. I would never do. That. <sighs> it's hard in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Kobe, I guess he is Jamie's nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just waltzes up and calls Doug Uncle Doug, and that kind of um it both troubles Jamie. <laughs> And, like, don't get too used to him. And she yeah. likes it. <laughs> She's kind of conflicted there. <laughs> um, and everybody tells her to stay away from Grandpa because he makes out with everybody. <laughs> or tries to. It's like, ew, gross. He doesn't get out of the home that often, okay? So he's got to make it count. <laughs> um, and last, the last thing I wrote for them was that Doug has hope. He's going to grow on her like a fungus. <laughs> and that's... I don't know who has it worse. Like... Her having to pretend that she's cool with him or him knowing she's not and then still having to like go along. Yeah. With it. it sucks for everybody. <laughs> it's just going to be just awkward all of the time. Yeah. Ugh, and that's not fun. But I'm still interested. Let's jump to Courtney and Jason. I was really annoyed by these bridesmaids dresses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you keep bringing them up, but you know what? It really bothered me. <laughs> he was like her friends are cute i bet she's gonna be cute this is gonna be great and in turn her friends think that he's cute as well i mean he's a I he's cute i think he's, he's got a little bucky beaver thing going but <laughs> you know this is the first the first one where it says um her friends want you to know that she likes sitting out she likes to do this um i didn't write all of them down it was very short and fast um and then they only have his... so much time yeah. They're not trying to drag it out for two hours. <laughs> His friends want her to know that he's a Brooklyn boy through and through. He's driven. He's a caregiver. And, um, yeah, that's all I wrote down for that. And then they have a kiss. Like a real kiss. They're digging each other. They are. They make out through the whole thing. Yeah. And I noted that their photo session went particularly well because they are into each other. Yeah, they got some chemistry. Her dad and brother are firefighters. So she's like taking that as a good sign that mm-hmm. he is also almost a firefighter. Keep it in the family. Yep. Um, they share why each other's families aren't present. And you can tell like all this um, kind of intimate knowledge is just building and building. And by the end of the night, they're like, they probably will smash at the end of the night. <laughs> there was enough champagne. Hey. Yeah. I didn't have too much to say about them. They yeah, I'm it's like at- a normal, it was a normal wedding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing else I have on my notes, just that they're having a good time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. And here's the last couple, Monet and Vaughn. 
They are both super nervous. Monet looks like she's gonna fucking pass out. Her eyes she... are fluttering. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, somebody needs to be there to catch her because she's gonna fall. <laughs> uh, I didn't like her bridesmaids dresses either. They what were color ugly. were they? They were pink and they had like that drapey thing. Oh, yeah. Are you, why, were they pink? Because uh-huh. I, I remember Jamie's bridesmaids were wearing pink. I guess I don't remember. Memory serves me right. They were pink. Because I remember her cousin specifically. Mm. You yeah. know what I like? I liked um, when she walked down the aisle. Vaughn's face just lit up like she is gorgeous. Because she looked good. <laughs> I, literally, my note is not genuine surprise on his face. <laughs> He likes it. He likes it. She, on the other hand, she couldn't even look at him. That's another yeah. That's another sign to me when they are saying their vows, if they look at each other or not, that she, tells a lot. It looked the entire time she didn't look at him, though. Not I even know. just during vows. She was, she was, I think she was just concentrating on getting through it because she was about to faint. Um, yeah, she was not ready for that at all. <laughs> Her friends want him to know that she's a free spirit. And his friends want her to know that he loves to travel. He likes dogs and has lived over. Amazing. I know. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. They both say, dude, it's pretty awkward everywhere. Um, Especially right after. She's like leaning up against the wall. Um, She says she's afraid of her first impression because it's it's not so good. Mm -hmm. They have a cheek kiss. Yeah, they do. Later on, they do get a quick peck on the lips um after his groom's speech it was just all one big panic attack (laughs) and just different different levels i i felt for her i mean it 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 did not seem like an easy decision for her to make and um she's just pure panic at all times (laughs) the photos were awkward at the end oh you know what i did like i liked at the end he called her his queen and that he really likes to skip everything and just meet people as in-laws i was like strange i mean (laughs) saves a lot of time it really does you don't have that awkward here's my boyfriend at the end of the day they're getting along and they're dancing so it's all good she again had a little maybe she had a little glass of champagne gathered herself maybe (laughs) got a little you know something to eat Hmm. she was able to kind of get back on kilter and even out a little bit (laughs) i hope so but yeah, that was it. That was the end of that. Um, any other big differences after watching this episode that you can tell? Other than budget? <laughs> other than budget and keeping it wrapped tight? No, it's pretty pretty on brand. Yeah. They do all the stuff that they do now. Well, in a way, like now they, again, they just draw it out further where they have to do their mm-hmm. first drink together and their first, they do the individual pictures then the group pictures and then mm-hmm. talk to the family talk to the friends and all, mm-hmm. all that other unnecessary stuff that just makes them have a 12-hour day of filming yeah i i do like how fast it went um but i do miss the bachelor bachelorette party i liked i like that part of the current seasons because i like to watch the people make bad choices that's relatively new mm. because well yeah now they you know just want to catch bad behavior <laughs> so why not just set it up yeah i mean with all that out this was pretty dry and boring i'm not gonna lie i know people miss this romance and such um but i love drama sorry i, I was gonna say isn't that weddings though i mean they're not that exciting yeah i guess so you're I just guess. going for the catering and hopefully the open bar here cake at the end of the night <laughs> a chance to wear a dress look cute for a day 
This is true. This is true. But yeah, that's the episode. Um, follow us. We're going to continue to cover season one during the break. So next time you catch us, we're going to be doing episodes three and four. The honeymoon. They didn't say where they were going, huh? They haven't found out yet. No, they didn't say, but it does look like there'll be some drama on the honeymoon. No. (laughs) (laughs) You mean Uh, they don't love each other already and are going to live happily ever after? Nope. (gasps) That's shocking. I'm here for it. Hopefully it gets more interesting. I'm sure. If, If it made it to season 16, it did. Okay. Okay. It kept getting renewed for something, <laughs> for some reason. Y'all don't tell me where these people are now because I don't want to hear it. I want to do that at the very last episode. Don't spoil it. Girl, people don't know who these people are. <laughs> oh no, at the end, I want to do a deep dive. I want to be getting all these people's business. Okay, we can. If they have business out there this far out. that That's true. People might have, you know, private socials and stuff, but whatever. We'll get there. This was before the IG and the Reddits and the, this was like Facebook territory. (laughs) (laughs) All the things. Um, But yeah, if y'all have any other chisme not related to this, um, you can go ahead and DM us on Instagram. We are at Chisme Queens Podcast and on Twitter, we are at Chisme Queen. Uh, Again, if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and rate five stars on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts so other chismosas can find us. Anything else, Igby? Mm, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that was really long. I don't have a recommendation this week. Sorry. Oh. I didn't come prepared. Ugh, next time. Next time. I've been having booger brain. Leave me alone. All right, y'all. Bye. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,